This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This insert sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Morning, Wendy. Welcome. Good morning, Brad. I hope you're well this morning. Yeah, not too bad. I hope you're warm and dry. Yes, for now. <laughs> yes, you never know what we're going to get. Man, it's crazy out there. I'm looking outside right now. Uh, it, I, I can't remember a time when it's been so dreary for so long during winter. It takes me back to when I was a school kid during the June-July school holidays when it was just rain like this for so long. Yes, it certainly does take us back to those years. We haven't had this for a long time. And talking about going back in years, uh, Wendy Christine is a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Uh, this month is uh, Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month. And uh, as time progresses and as we get a little bit older, uh, things seem to happen in our brains. We age naturally, don't we? It's just part of getting older. But we can also be older in our brains than we need to be if we don't take care of our brains. Is that right, Wendy? Can I say that? You can say that. That's very true. Um, I think, you know, we think about um, aging from our skin perspective. We think about aging from our bones and our joints, but we don't always think about our brains. And I think sometimes we disassociate sections of our body mm. and we forget the impact of our lifestyle on these um, other very important parts of our bodies. Um, we all get forgetful. I feel that's normal. I had a chat with my dad who's in his early 70s and uh, he was you know, sort of admitting, <laughs> I guess we're all in that space. We have to admit, okay, I am getting older. And one of the, converse, the pointers in the conversation that came up, Wendy, was uh, getting a little bit more forgetful. Um, but how do we know if what we're experiencing is abnormal or just part of getting older? Well, you know, forgetfulness, as you said, is fairly normal. And, you know, there's a very big difference between forgetting your keys and forgetting how to do certain functions. Mm. And so there are some abnormal changes that happen. And when that, when that happens in our brains, we can start forgetting more important things, like we can forget new information and then we don't recall later on. I think there's a difference between forgetting something and be able to remember it a few minutes later or later in your day and just not remembering it at all. Mm. Um, asking same, the same questions over and over again, f- uh, feeling confused, and not being able to perform your regular tasks and also cha- changes in the ability to solve problems or to plan you know, normal daily things that we, we normally would plan. Those are signs that there's a bit more degeneration happening in the brain. Uh, the way you've explained it there, I mean, that, if that started to happen, what do you do? Is this the point where you say something isn't right, we need a medical intervention, go and get it checked out, get the necessary scans and, and then take it from there? Is that sort of what you do then? That's exactly what you would do then, yes. Um, you, you can't leave it at that stage. You know, you want to try and catch these things as early as possible so that you can get an effective treatment um, to prevent further degeneration. But yes, medical intervention at that stage is very important. Yeah, I think most people would agree listening. I think everybody would agree you don't want to get to a point where it's that bad. What can you do just to, to ensure that you can have good brain health for as long as possible? What are some of the basic things we can cover? Okay, so these are things that obviously start earlier in our lives. You know, it's it's never too late to start looking after your brain, but by the time you're starting to show signs of cognitive decline, it, it is almost too late. 
because the damage has already been done. But while we're younger and while we have the opportunity, it's very important that we maintain blood vessel health. So that's the, our arteries and our veins. We need to keep them nice and strong. We need to make sure we're sleeping. I think sleep, you, we cannot overemphasize how important mm. sleep is, especially for brain function, but for several others in our bodies, as we've discussed over the, the weeks and years before. <laughs> yes. Um, and then following a Mediterranean-style diet, making sure we're doing the right type of exercise and keeping our brains active. So we need to do mental exercise as well as physical exercise. Yeah, these are some really powerful points. Uh, let's get into them this morning. Uh, blood vessel health. I don't think there's something we've ever spoken about. Help us through that. Yeah. So again, you know, like our brains, we don't often think about what's happening in our in our arteries and our veins. You know, it's not something that you can see. It is something that you know there there are certain tests that can that that can check if your veins and your arteries are working. But generally, we just assume that the blood is pumping around our bodies. Mm. But when we have certain lifestyle habits like smoking or um, drinking alcohol, eating high levels of salt. Um, those negatively affect our blood vessel health, and then obviously, if our if, if our if our blood vessels can't pump um, blood to our brains, we're not getting oxygen and we're not getting the nutrients to our brain that is necessary. And so, we want to make sure that we are feeding our arteries and our veins to make sure that they can stay as elastic as possible, and that they don't start building up, you know, artery, you know plaques and things mm. like that on the inside of them. Are there particular foods or even supplements that we can consider that can help our blood vessel health? Yes. So foods that are high in omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin C are particularly good for the elasticity and the integrity of, of our blood vessels. So if we make sure that we are eating those kind of foods um, and then obviously reducing those lifestyle factors like smoking and you know, cutting it out preferably, um, not smoking, not drinking excessive amounts of alcohol, then we are going to have a much better um, chance of having good healthy blood vessels until late in life. This is such a good conversation. I can't think, and, and for the listeners, I wonder if you've ever pondered, are my blood vessels elastic enough and what can I do to help them remain elastic? That's something that's never crossed my mind till this morning. Uh, mm. So we can't ignore this. This is very important. Thanks for sharing that. A reminder, if you're listening now and you're saying, what was that now? What Did I miss something? Uh, we'll have this podcast available for you later on this morning. Uh, we can't help but talk about sleep again, Wendy. Yeah, as I said, sleep comes up all the time. It's so essential for brain health. Um, we, we, while we're sleeping, our brains actually clear out the debris. Um, and there's something that's called an amyloid plaque, which can build up in the brain. And the more amyloid plaques that we have, the more likely we are to have um, cognitive decline. So diseases like Alzheimer's and things like that. So if we're not sleeping, then you're unable to clear those effectively. And then our risk for those kind of diseases are higher. Mm. Um, and then apart from that, good sleep helps the brain to consolidate the events of the day and organize our thoughts and to store our emotions. So there's a lot that happens in our brains at night um, while we're sleeping so that we can function the next day and so that we can maintain good memory and, and, and good cognitive health. Uh, and we're back to the food again, um, foods that can uh, help our brains in terms of sleeping um, and things to avoid. Yeah, so foods that, that feed our brains, our, our brains need a lot of amino acids um, and healthy fats to, to make sure that they function well. And they need less and less glucose and sugars and carbohydrates, especially as we age. 
So when we're younger, our brains do fairly well on, on the carbohydrates. But as we get older, we don't need as many carbohydrates. And we normally find that um, older people eat more carbohydrates than they should be eating for their age. And so that, that excess glucose causes an insulin resistance in the brain, which then also makes um, cognitive decline issues worse. Um, you mentioned a Mediterranean diet. Help us with that. Okay, so a Mediterranean diet is really a balanced um, diet that incorporates a lot of your whole foods, lots of um, you know things like olive oil, other healthy fats like avocado, um, whole grains. So we're talking about uh, slow-releasing carbohydrates here, um, legumes, vegetables, and oily fish. And this lifestyle typically um, includes less salt and less intake of red meat and certainly no processed foods. And so that kind of um, eating lifestyle is the best way to maintain brain health. Um, and then I would imagine moving our bodies is vital. Uh, these are, We're mentioning some of the basics here again this morning, and it's beautiful how when we stick to these basics of good food, good movement, and uh, a lot of sleep, we're really helping our body in every area. We are. It, it does. It, it's the basics of everything or the basis, the foundation of everything. Um, and uh, uh, there's, a, there's an expert on Alzheimer's disease and his name is Dale Bredesen. And he's, he talks about sitting as being the new smoking. Because when we sit, we're not getting circulation going in our bodies. And so that is going to uh, disrupt the, you know, the, the elasticity of our arteries. Mm. And um, if we're not having that regular physical activity, especially aerobic exercise, we want to be doing aerobic type exercise, we, we have a decreased blood flow to the brain. And that's the last thing we need. We're needing to get movement going around in our bodies. This is fascinating. Um, and then staying mentally active, uh, you mentioned in our list, uh, keeping ourselves busy. Uh, one doesn't want to generalize, but um, had a conversation with a few people who have retired. And it's very easy if you, uh, unless you purposefully challenge yourself with something, it's very easy to just not do anything that can challenge yourself mentally. Yeah. And I think that's very, very important is because we can do so many mind-numbing activities. You know, you can just sit and watch TV all day um, and we can get caught up in those kind of things that don't stimulate our brains. But we want to try and learn new skills, learn new games, um, use the opposite um, hand to your dominant hand. So if you're used to switching on the light with your right hand every day, try switching it on with your left hand or try mm. doing something different with the other, you know, the non-dominant hand, which encourages your brain to think a little bit more. Um, and we don't do things on autopilot, um, which then obviously helps for the, the um, activity and the longevity of our brain function. This is such a great conversation. Um, as we talk about brain health, you'll find this as a podcast on our website, kpulpit.co.za. Click on podcasts and scroll down until you find Get Up and Go Breakfast. Click on that and you can wander around inside our channel till you find Wendy Christian. And then uh, you can just click on that and the newest episode will be at the top of the pile. Wendy, always a pleasure connecting with you. Thanks for another great conversation on a Thursday morning. Stay warm and dry until we chat again. Yes, pleasure, Brad, and have a lovely Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.